The following podcast contains adult content. It is not suitable for minors, professional settings, or the faint of heart. Foreplay Goes South is open mic storytelling. Hosted monthly by Metanoia, attendees share their intimate, sultry, salacious tales. The stories you're about to hear are recorded live at Petra's in the historic Plaza Midwood, Charlotte, North Carolina. In this episode of Foreplay Goes South podcast, four storytellers share in the hilarity of embarrassing moments. Um, I have a funny story for you guys that I think you'll like. Here we go. Oh, con. Um, that includes props. Prop props. So, um, I, if people, people that know me know, I'm someone who enjoys a lot of things. I like collecting kink things. I like shopping, makeup, all kinds of crazy stuff. So, I discovered right before quarantine that there was a place that sold like Amazon stuff out of like these bins that you go do. And I was like, I wanna go check that out. And then of course like COVID hits and it's like, screw your fun. So I was like, okay, can't do that now. So didn't really think about it again until someone I knew was like, oh, I went and checked out this place in like a different state. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that place is still open. I wanna go checked the one that had opened had closed but silver lining there was another one and it was like two hours away in south carolina and i was like road trip so pinged one of my friends and i was like hey do you want to go on a pointless road trip tomorrow for no apparent reason to go look at bins of things that people have returned yes and she was like yeah so we jump in the car we drive down thinking that this is gonna be like very average day, right? So we get there and it is like an old, like Kmart, I guess, that had closed at some point. You walk in, it's just like troughs of things. And they won't let you bring in like a bag because you might steal things. And I was like, okay. So have a wallet, they give you a giant blue Ikea bag and they're like, whatever you wanna put in there, everything's five bucks. And we're like, Right. So you start like wading through stuff. And you see people who are like professionals in masks, gloves, and they're like in it, and you're like, I am not that serious. <laughs> no, I'm not. But you start going through everything, and, and there are th- th- some things that are in boxes, right? That have like little description tags. And some of the description tags say kind of what it is. So it might say like coffee mug. Great. So I'm going through these bins and I come across a box and I turn it over and it says like wooden massage roller. And I'm like, oh, it's like one of those like bamboo things. Like, you know, great. So I put it in my little basket because I like those. And then I found another box like two rows over and all I saw on it was like a number with a zero and then inch dildo. And I was like, Who's been shopping at Amazon? And who returned it? Like, what had to have happened for this to come back? And so I was like, well, I 
pay $5 for a laugh? Yes, I will. Uh, and for a good foreplay story. So I was like, yeah, I'll do that. So we get outside to the car, and the wooden, the wooden back roller, I open it up, not a back roller, not a back roller. Not wooden, and fantastic. box number one. What's in the hidden inch dildo box? So I open the box and what comes out shocks us both. Alright? Because it is this monster that is the size of Canada. Alright? And if you're listening to the podcast, I'm sorry, you can't see it. Uh, just be aware that it's taking me more than a minute to pull it out of the box. <laughs> so this fancy little fan comes out of the second box. And I'm like, this just went to a real good story. And so bring it home. And I'm like, this is great. This is like, it's giant. And I'm like, it's just scary. Like, you know, it's just, it's a conversation starter. So. And the friend that was with me likes to use her, she has a double-headed dildo that she likes to use as an implement. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna whack somebody with this. And so I knew that this was gonna be a good time. Well, a couple weeks later, we're at my house and we're having like girls night and they're like, oh, do you know if it's body safe silicone? Did you like check? I said, well, it didn't say on the box. They're like, well, you can flame test it. Oh. You ever lit a dildo on fire? <laughs> That is a Roman candle you want to try. So we set this dildo on fire. You can see the burn mark on the little volleyballs. And so obviously starts on fire, not body safe silicone because the oil's burned. So good note, not something I'm going to put in my body without something over it or probably ever. Let's just be realistic. So I'm sitting there and of course, what do you do when you've like, set a dildo on fire in your sink, you wash it and you like set it to dry. So of course, that's my counter, right? I just leave it. I'm like, I live alone. Who cares, right? So next day rolls around by and it fell off for anyone who's listening to the podcast because um, it's top heavy. Um, so I wake up the next morning and I'm in bed it was a day that I didn't have to be up early for work so I was sleeping I was sleeping in my greyhound is laying in there with me and I personally don't sleep with clothes on it's not my jam I'm a very hot person if you've ever stood next to me I know your core body temperature went up about six degrees because mine's about 12 degrees higher than everyone else so I'm sitting there and I wake up and I'm kind of like Sounds like they're doing like work. Like there's construction. Nobody emailed me. And I start to like gradually wake up and I'm like laying there and I hear like drilling sounds and stuff. And then I realize that's in my apartment. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't ask for maintenance. So my first instinct is like murderer. Because I'm the person who watches way too much ID channel. Okay, confessed. 
ID channel addict, all right? So my first thought is murderer. So I reach under my bed for like a giant cosplay cane that I'm like, come in here, bitch. I will handle you. But then I think about it and I'm like, it's like 9.30. What murderer strikes at 9.30 in the morning? Probably not somebody that I need to be worried about. So I, I text one of the people in my building. I'm like, hey, is maintenance like in my apartment for something? And she said, well, they're, I don't know. I don't think so. The fire, they were going to check the dryer things. I was like, no, no, that was yesterday. And I was like, I was sleeping. And there's someone in my maintenance closet, which is right next to my bedroom. And she's like, well, didn't they announce themselves when they came in? I was like, no, no, I was sleeping. Did not hear said person woke up to someone in my apartment. And she's like, oh no. And I was like, oh yes. Okay. Kool-Aid man, I'm not here for you. So I wait until he leaves. It's, it, I find out later, it is the maintenance guy. There was something wrong with my water, heater, whatever. So, and he forgot to call me. But I walk out and I'm like, okay, maintenance guy's gone. I open up my little maintenance closet. I'm like, okay, everything's good. And I turn around. And this monster is on my kitchen counter, on its own, hanging out. And I was like, that maintenance man's got a story. So, yeah, I was like, I want to send the wrong message. But maybe it's the right message? I don't know. So, either way, I didn't see him for a number of days which I used to see him all the time. I think he was strategically avoiding me. Um, and then when I did see him, he gave me a real big smile that I was like, mm, I see you, I see you, I'm uncomfortable. I don't think we should do this. Um, and so I paid $5 for a story and he got one for free. In that last segment, V joins us on her birthday to tell us all about her monster mishap. Our next storyteller gives everyone a taste of their silliest mindscapes. Hello, I'm super nervous. Hi, super nervous, I'm dead. Um, I, my role is primal prey because when someone snatches me up by my scruff, it's just like, yes. And a lot of people, when they get to know me, they say, no, that's a brat. You're a brat. You're, you're a brat. Or, no, I just spew delightful bullshit all the time to the point that my safe word is camping sex because it's fucking intense. <laughs> and the only time it's been used is I was in a scene and I was bound and we were doing impact play and my dom hits me hard and I'm reacting and he says do you want to use your safe word and I said no and he said are you sure yes and then he hits me harder and says do you want to say camping sex now and I said no and he hits me even harder and says do you want to say camping sex now and I said, no. And then he hits me even harder and starts laughing and says, I need a minute. 
But also, I have a partner, and he's like, oh, he's amazing. Delightful, like primal energy, like, oh, yes. And there was one time we were together, we had like, I don't know, like two hours of foreplay leading up to this moment. And he's fingering me, and I start saying his name. Nick, 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 Nick. And right when I'm on the brink of squirting, my brain goes, Nickelodeon. <laughs> I still squirted, though. Next up, Sky Princess gets the ass into the stick. <laughs> Hi. This is my second time up here. Woo! I would sit down, but hard surfaces hurt my ass right now. Woo! That's what my story's about. <laughs> okay, so four years ago, I played co-ed kickball. I'm at home base, me and the catcher, and this guy, I can tell he's coming in, the ball's coming my way, I'm like, there's no fucking way that this ball is gonna make it to home. So I step out of the way, home base, home base is there, I'm here. This monster of a man decides to be like, oh, I'm gonna hit home base and run into her. I physically, according to other people's eyeballs, go flying backwards, land on my tailbone, and bounce. I curl over in the fetal position, I'm like, I can't move, I broke my back. And the umpire is like, um, we have a game to go, can you like get up? Fast forward, I bruised my tailbone, it wasn't broken. So let's go to two weeks ago. So I'm with my special person, and he knows how to push my boundaries, and I'm okay with it. So I'm kind of new to anal, I'd say like maybe like a month. I know you remember this story from last time. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you that were here last time, I went from a level one butt plug to his girthy dick. It wasn't an issue. It was like my ass was waiting for him the entire life, right? It was like, take me. So anyways, so I'm in kind of like a I'm in kind of like a puppy pose, downward dog kind of thing, and he's fucking me. And I was like, baby, put a finger in my ass, please. And he goes, all right. Does it, I'm like, oh, oh. And he has this way of knowing my ass more than I know myself. And he goes, mmm, it wants more. I was like, no, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> what do you want to do? He goes, hang on. Stay in that position, don't move. So I'm here in puppy pose, you know, I'm like this. And all of a sudden I like peer backwards. And here comes this pink dodo flying at me. It's, it's a little smaller, it's like half a size, I'm just gonna be honest. And I was like, what are you gonna do with that? And he goes, we're gonna DP you. I've never done like a full DP. And I was scared, I was like, I don't know if my butt wants that. And he's like, your butt wants it. And I was like, well, you know my ass better than I. <laughs> Which is true, I don't trust my ass. He trusts my ass, I trust him. So, <laughs> so, 
He slowly works it in there, and I don't know if this is just me. Like, I want an honest opinion right now. I've only done anal maybe five or six times, like fully, like where you put it in there. It's like, oh, Jesus. But it feels like somebody is lighting a match on fire on my ass, and I get so dramatic. I'm like, oh, oh, please somebody put a cinnamon stick on my butthole. Oh, I need a minute. And I physically almost cry because it's so painful. I'm a dramatic drama queen. And then after that, I'm like, Rosie. <laughs> and I don't understand it. Everything is fine. After that, it's like, Rup! success. So he puts it in there. I'm like, deeper. And he's like, okay. This is with the dildo, right? The hot pink dildo, like the hot pink dildo. Puts it all the way. And I was like, is it all the way in there? And he goes, yeah. And so he goes, it's time. Puts his dick in my vagina, has the dildo in there. I'm like, oh shit, this is a real thing. I'm getting DP'd right now for the first official time. So I'm still in like, like we're gonna call it like doggy puppy pose. I keep going in and out of child's pose. I'm like, oh, surrender. And then I'm like, oh, it hurts. Oh, surrender. Oh, this feels good. So then he starts doing this thing where he's like pulling the dildo in and out while he is fully in me, right? And then he stops. And I realized, oh shit, I like that. Don't stop. <laughs> Do it again. And so he starts going, and then I have a, I kind of forgot to tell something important. I have a wand on my clit. Oh. <laughs> His girthy dick in my vagina. Yeah. And then this dildo in my ass. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like this. Oh, fuck, this is a lot. Can I handle it? Yeah. Oh, I'm coming. <laughs> and I can't. <laughs> well, I'm like waiting for him to come. I'm like, oh, baby, I want you to come, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it just hits me. I need to tap out. Oh, shit, something is wrong. It's like, babe, I need a break. I need, I need to go to the bathroom. He's like, okay. He pulls out and like a, a reverse slingshot. The, the dildo goes, Bruh! just pops out in one fell swoop, falls on the ground. I hear a boom. I'm like, oh, that's cute. I'm embarrassed. I fall to my side into the fetal position and then I realize, oh shit, something's not right. So I like, kind of like gently scoot off the bed and put my leg down one at a time. And he's like, are you okay? I was like, I'll be right back. So I go to the bathroom like this, right? Like I've been fucked for hours, which I hadn't been. I had to like lower myself onto the toilet, like. And I pee, I was like, something's wrong. I stand up and I realize my tailbone feels like it has been bruised like the day that I got knocked over by that fucking asshole on the co-ed kickball team. I come back, I was like, babe, I'm tapped out for the evening, I'm sorry, I feel like I've rebroken my tailbone. The next day, I talk to my chiropractor. Talk about an embarrassing conversation with your chiropractor that took care of me four years ago for an external issue. And I said, um, <clears throat> Kylie, this is really weird, but I have a question, so I'm just gonna tell you. 
I was getting DP'd by my man, and this happened, and this and that, and now I can't walk. Is there a chance that I could actually reignite my tailbone injury from four years ago? She didn't respond for like a day and a half. I was like, bitch, what? I'm being vulnerable. And then she comes back with all this stuff about like internal tailbone injuries from external injuries. I'm like, oh yeah, girl, it's totally possible. Like, gave me all these like pelvic floor exercises to like really get that going. She goes, don't squeeze your butt cheeks for like a loop. And so that was really embarrassing. And that was about like two weeks ago. And like just squeezing my butt cheeks right now kind of hurts. <laughs> but that is my story. It is okay. I got DP'd and um, it ignited my tailbone injury, but it was worth it. <laughs>
These stories are recorded live every third Tuesday of the month at Petra's in Charlotte, North Carolina. Catch our next live event on October 16th. For more information about 4Play Go South, follow us at 4PlayGS on Facebook, FetLife, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you.